When clear and ice for the thirsty throng, give praise this month ain't quite as long. Howdy friend, I'm R.P. Smith, your homegrown host. Welcome to February. I know some of my colleagues in the cattle trade are calving now. I don't envy them. I used to say I know I can calve in February. I'm just glad I don't. Now I'm not so sure I could. This change of outlook didn't happen overnight. A combination of age, drought, kids' activities, and maybe even some divine intervention all played a part. One year on a cold February night's second watch as I was carrying a calf into the barn on my shoulders through waist-deep snow, I cried out, Lord, Lord, why have you forsaken me? It occurred to me that I might not have talked to the Lord too much before AI and those heifers on Mother's Day. I'd like to share a cut from my Stage of Life CD. This one is called Song That Has No Tune. When I came back to the ranch, the first thing I had done was start this AI deal and I thought it would be a really good idea to calve these heifers out in the middle of February and have them out of the way. So I had them synchronized, all grouped up so they'd calved right together and we hit a cold snap where it didn't get above 20 below zero for two weeks and that's when most of these calves were born. And there's a few things in ag college they forgot to tell me, like how to calve out heifers in a corrugated tin building when it's 20 below zero. Now we do have some windbreaks north of our barn a mile. And I, I was out there in this corrugated tin building trying to figure out how to calve these heifers out. Things bedded down, the heifers doing pretty good, and first AI'd calf I'd got that year popped out, little heifer calf, beautiful little Angus calf, and it's up and it's looking around for its first nourishment. And it stumbled into that corrugated tin wall, and she stuck. And I panicked. I, grabbed her by what was left of her little ears and just <laughs> peeled her off of there and left a little furry spot on the wall and a bald spot on the heifer. She was pre-shaved for the C-section two years down the road. <laughs> and I knew we couldn't just keep this up, so I had to come up with a plan. The next calf did the same thing and I ran around to the outside of this corrugated tin building and I could see a spot where the tin had thawed to 18 degrees below zero and with the heel of my boot, kaboot, hit right in the middle of that little target and that little heifer just snapped right off and this worked. We had a system. And we, we redid this several times throughout the process of the calving season there in that next two weeks and and things went along and them heifers went into the herd and they did real good and here a couple years back my nutritionalist showed up. Now you folks know what a nutritionalist is, that's a millennial word for feed salesman. <laughs> and he looked at them cows that had been born back there in 83 and said, RP, those cows are getting some age on them. I said, yes, Ed, I know that. And he said, they're thin, they need some of my super duper liquid protein supplement block. I said, Ed, those cows aren't thin. Those cows are corrugated. <laughs> An alarm sounds inside my head and I force myself from a warm, dry bed and with a lantern to aid my sight, I stumble into the frigid night. The snow raises its voice to complain as if my footsteps cause it pain. I hope all is well and I'll be back soon. My feet sound an introduction to a song that has no tune. 
Now, very few men get the chance to take the night check on the ranch. A horned owl sits upon its perch and waits for mouse or mole to lurch. I say it's me when he questions who. Still he asks me, who are you? Beneath star-filled sky and crescent moon, he sings a verse in the song that has no tune. The coyotes sing without refrain a haunting chorus of pleasure and pain. The damsels whistle, their suitors fight, and the voices rise into the night with neither bass nor treble clef. I praise my Lord that I'm not deaf. Beneath star-filled sky and crescent moon, they sing the chorus of the song that has no tune. A heifer seems alarmed by her offspring's birth. She jumps to her feet to prove her worth, tries to warm the calf with her hot breath. He must rise soon to ward off death, and now she dries it with her tongue and hums a song of encouragement to her young, and he's on his feet, and he's nursing soon, furnishing rhythm for the song that has no tune. The cold night air, it stings my face. Cold tries to stop time in its place. And then I wonder if I know, is it now or a hundred years ago? This song sung as it's been sung for centuries before. I listen as I walk once more, reappearing like the land of Brigadoon, this ancient song that has no tune. Some will say the life I talk of is past. I assure you, friends, I'm not the last to herd the stock that grazed God's earth. It was shepherds first told of his son's birth, and they were the first to tell the world, and on herdsmen his blessings are still unfurled. And if our Savior tarries, though I believe he's coming soon, stockmen a thousand years from now will know the song that has no tune. Thanks for riding along this morning. Hope you stay thawed enough to join me next time for another trip on Homegrown. I'm R.P. Smith.